Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to President and Founder Luke Isterman and Managing Director and CEO Simon Phyllis from Reunion Training, a goal-defining fitness and well-being franchise specializing in high-end services. Listen as Luke and Simon reminisce on how the business came about, how Reunion Training is a fitness and well-being game-changing franchise, what a franchisee can expect in training and support, and who would make an ideal franchisee. Listen on to discover more. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eden Exchange. Joining me as a co-interviewer today is Ellen Rogers on our team. Hello everyone. Look, today we're excited with our special guest today. We've got Luke Istamon and Simon Phyllis, who are respectively the founder and president, as well as the MD and CEO of Reunion Training. They're going to speak about the story of Reunion, their backgrounds, and also their plans and prospects for the growth of Reunion in the franchise market. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Luke and Simon. Good morning, team. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Pleasure having you. Can you first start off by telling us about your respective backgrounds and how you first became involved with reunion training? Yeah, sure. Myself, Luke, I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years now. have worked my way from a humble training instructor to a celebrity personal trainer. I've worked with numerous celebrities over the last decade or two, everyone from Hugh Jackman to musicals to sports people and in between. My systems and my popularity let me have great exposure to the world and do a bit of traveling. With that, I teamed up with a person and we created the F45 training model. With that, that exploded in popularity, which is now the world's largest group training franchise system. And with that, I was the founder and creator of that. I stepped away from that about four years ago, had a bit of time off, was fortunate to do some traveling around the world with my wife and saw numerous training facilities around the world. And then I asked the question to myself, what's next in the group training model? So with the F45 training model, that focuses on random high-intensity workouts. I guess the demographic is females between 18 to 30, and they've got an 85 to 15% ratio of females to males. So there's a huge gap in the market for people in between there, males and anyone from 30 and above. So for myself, I saw the opportunity to create the evolution of group training and make it a more holistic approach to mental health, well-being, physical well-being and performance-based outcomes. That's where we're up to right now and we've been in operation for two years and just prior to COVID we were about to start our franchising plans and we have three, almost four facilities open right now. So that's where myself has come into it. From there, I saw the need to recruit the best people in their fields in different backgrounds. So this is where Simon comes into play and he'll explain his background. But everyone in my team from the the CEO, the COO, managing directors, accounting team, our legal team, to our master franchisees, i handpick these people from around the world to make sure that this franchise system will be the best experience from everyone from a owner operator to the customer and everyone in between so the goal for myself and simon is to raise the standards of not just group training but franchise modeling 
for the fitness industry and possibly every franchise industry moving forward with some pretty unique and revolutionary systems we're implementing. Well, I mean, there's some, definitely some very lofty goals there. You've definitely got that the background to back it there. And in terms of your involvement, Simon, what brought you into the fold? Luke himself. So I'd actually known Luke prior to working with Reunion. Luke and I actually go way back. I mean, I was there for the genesis of F45. I was there watching him and his star ascend as a celebrity trainer. Uh, it was actually quite wonderful to see. And, you know, we'd always been friends. I had been on my own journey. I come from financial services background. I've been involved in business from a very young age. I used to work for my father's accounting firm whilst I was still at school, actually. Uh, you know, on weekends and after school and on holidays. So I was always exposed to business and I had a really carnal understanding about what makes businesses tick and what makes business people tick. So it was a fairly natural evolution of my own personal journey to, you know, end up in business myself. And through that pathway, having been in private wealth management, seeing how wealth is created, being a corporate advisor, seeing how businesses are run, how values are added and all of the above, it kind of, you know, led me to a pathway of some successes, I suppose. And I think those successes put me on some radars. And Luke was always kind of acknowledging where I'd gone and what my journey had been. And uh, as he created Reunion, and as you can see, put a lot of effort into defining what would actually make Reunion unique as a product offering, especially in the fitness space, he knew that he needed other skill sets to, to grow corporately. And that's what he came to me with. So, you know, in, in late 2019, he approached me and said, look, I'm, I'm looking for a an MD CEO, I, I need somebody who's got a corporate mind. I need someone that has the integrity that we're looking for because I'm trying to imbue this entire business with that ethos and that, that morality because there should be a way to do this without compromising that. So I said, mate, you're talking my language. And that was a really easy in for me. Um, it was, wasn't a tough sell at all. You know, I knew Luke and what he was about and I knew that you know, there's a purity in him that was quite rare. And having a lofty ambition paired with a lofty moralistic goal it's rare that you can see that juxtaposition in action. So I was, I wasn't even tempted. It was just, I had to do it. It was, you know, it wasn't just a simple temptation. It was, it was, a, it was a must do. So that's how I ended up here. And my pure goal for this was to emulate what Luke had created in the training space amidst the entire corporate spectrum. So it was from differentiating the business, offering as much value as possible to members. And then on the flip side, because I come from such a business focus and I had been advising franchisees myself in my financial services life, I wanted to really come back to the franchisee and create something that was entirely focused on them. And when I say entirely, yes, of course, it, it creates value for reunion in the business. All businesses work that way, but there is a way to benefit both and they don't, you know, success does not have to be mutually exclusive. They can certainly be done together. Um, at the same time in parallel. So that's how I built the system. And I, I think Luke, when he saw it, knew straight away that that's the way we wanted to go. So that's where we are right now. We're kicking off franchising and yeah, we're here speaking to you guys. So guys, you advertise a no BS approach to health and wellness. Is that because of the cyclical nature of fitness and getting into shape? That's a great question. And definitely there are some elements of that which definitely do ring true. And for myself being in the fitness industry now for literally almost three decades, I have seen many fads and styles come and go. And obviously at the moment, the world is caught up in the high intensity based training model. And in society now where we want so much stimulus and nothing needs to be the same these days, we're looking for so much change so often to keep ourselves entertained. The big shift I've noticed in the industry at the moment, everyone's trying to do 
the latest and craziest things that get attention drawn to it or be the, like, the cool kids on Instagram. And it, it definitely does go in cyclical nature. And myself, having the age and wisdom these days of uh, knowing where things are going, understanding what works best for people and understanding what also people need and want in a group training model to give them both the stimulus they want but also the results they need as well. Excellent stuff. Now, who are your customers? So is your business model better suited to meet the needs of a hardcore fitness type or are you much more customizable? Yeah, that's a great question. I guess it's a two-pronged answer as well. So I'll start by the customers that we have in the in the reunion training model. And for myself, as I've mentioned before, that what we are seeing is that there's a need to cater for a wider audience as well. And so for my motivating factor is that I want my parents who are now in their 70s to be able to move well, pain-free, and not have any limitations at all. And so Yes, our, our base customer is in the, in the professional market. It's between the 30s and 50-year-old market, but our oldest member right now is 77, and they are using our principles that we have and making sure that, again, they move well, move often for as long as they humanly can. So for us, we do cater for literally everyone from absolute beginners to our ex-national athletes as well who do train with us, and we are working alongside some professional sports teams as well as they actually incorporate our training system into their in-season training programs as well. So I'm very proud to say that what we are catering for is literally for anyone that wants to make themselves look better and feel better as well. And the second approach to that is actually, as you mentioned, the business approach to it, which I'm sure someone can feel in now, is that we're taking an approach to cater for making people feel better and look better physically, but also, the, I guess, the franchisees, making sure they have a successful journey as well in the business acumen as well. Yeah, and if I might add, I, I, if you want to see what a target customer is, it's me. I was very sedentary. I have a very corporate lifestyle. Unfortunately, over the last 10 years, you know, I have found business success. I did find myself falling off the proverbial health wagon. And in actually utilizing Reunion myself over the past 12 months, I've, I've dropped a whopping 19 kilos. And in the process, I've, I've increased my muscle mass and, and the majority of my weight loss has been absolutely fat. When you have a look at someone like myself who was, you know, has previously had injuries, I've got arthritis in my left knee, I'm 38 years old myself, I'm actually the target demographic in so many ways. So it's to see the results that I've been able to achieve is I think it kind of speaks volumes for what we're capable of doing. And in terms of a business model, it's the ubiquity of the model, the fact that we offer an in-studio experience, an online experience that is both live and pre-recorded video on-demand content in addition to nutrition. It really ticks all the boxes. And it's that kind of model that is attractive to members who are coming in because they can receive pretty much everything at a one-stop shop. But on the flip side, anyone who's, who invests in a business like this knows that they are catering to an audience that can really never get sick of the product offering that's been presented to them, something that has a holistic and long-term approach. So that's, uh, that's kind of where we sit. Okay, thanks, Luke and Simon. What is the culture of the business? And do you see yourself as more of a family or do you consider your clients as family? I'm super proud to say that we are definitely a family. The whole name Reunion coming up that name, my wife and I, we wanted to have a, a name, a brand that resonated well with people and created positive thoughts and memories. And so the idea of reunion training, it's a location where people go to physically or online, have a fantastic experience and get to know people and create long-lasting positive associations with them. So we are massive on culture and making sure we uh, everyone's brought in from the coaching level to the managers to the actual members themselves. So we have a saying at reunion that 
no one has a membership number. Their membership number is their name. So everyone is addressed on first name basis. There's no uh, vague addressing. So it's, it really is a, a unique family that we have. And I'm super proud of the culture that we have fostered there. I, I will put my hand on heart and guarantee you speak to any member that we have and they will tell you the exact same answer. And we, we take the same approach right the way through the business. You know, this isn't just a top-down typical business that you'll see, you know, on any kind of street corner. This is a business that prides itself on how we treat our staff because for us, it needs to be a holistic movement. If you're going to treat one person badly, there is a very good chance that in time, you will treat all people badly. So for us, like we were talking about earlier with the no BS approach, it has to be the same thing. It has to be an honesty and integrity in the way you treat people. And our members are no different. We treat our members the way we would treat our own family. We treat our employees the way we would treat our own family. So it is about maintaining that respect throughout. And I think it actually becomes a far more enjoyable experience for everybody. It takes far fewer muscles to smile than it does to frown. So that's that's something that we take to heart. And I think that the longer that we can embellish that culture and make sure that we continue to drive it, it will create a happiness because the mental health aspect can never be understated as to how important that is to your overall health journey. Yeah. Now, it's obvious your background, your business acumen, your history in the industry is quite above you know, the average franchise model in terms of the management team and also your you know, the strategy behind it. In terms of the franchise itself, you use the term franchising first, but it's not always evident in a high power and high turnover business. Where do you think your franchises will stand in the business model and, and how much support will they receive? Yeah, that's a superb question because, to be honest with you, that's the first question I asked when I came in and I said, guys, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to take this gig unless you understand that I will be developing a franchise model from the franchisee perspective first and foremost. I would be unable to look at my entire history of people that I've dealt with and advised and look at myself in the mirror and be proud unless I did something like that. And what you said is entirely true. It's not just high-powered businesses. To be honest with you, there are half-assed attempts at medium-powered and small-powered businesses. It's not necessarily the domain purely of the, of the large businesses. Of course, the almighty dollar can color anybody's perspective, and a lot of people in that pursuit of profit can lose sight of what's actually important. For us, we are firmly aware that our success can be tied to fairness because fairness and a model that promotes outperformance for franchisees will always result in franchisee performance maintaining its, uh, maintaining a high level and the likelihood of expansion is far greater. So for us, we don't think that we're giving up anything, although we are cheaper on fees by far when you compare us to other models, we are far more generous when it comes to the value uh, provided for the, the marketing um, and, and costs that are associated with owning a franchise. Um, you know, it's not, we're not meant to be the cheapest model. We're not meant to be the most expensive. We're not meant to be the most anything. We're meant to just be the best version for franchisees. Um, the way that we accomplish it is by considering all things that would otherwise normally be obtrusive to a franchisee having a great experience and getting and maintaining profitability. You know, we come at it from perspective of how are they unfairly maligned through the acquisition process? What is the best way to rate an area where a territory might be located? You know, how do you give them the greatest amount of space? None of these things affect the business model in the long term, but they do affect the franchisee. So if you're trying too hard to get profit through saturation, what you'll find is you'll cannibalize your own market and eventually your star will fall. And we're not here to be a flash in the pan. Luke created a, a model that was supposed to create longevity of health and fitness. Why would we not emulate that? in the franchise model. Those things should not be separate. They're still part of the lives of these people. So 
Um, the, the sort of support we are talking about is as entirely holistic as it could possibly be. We provide training at absolutely no cost for franchisees, and that is unheard of in the marketplace. We, we look after the marketplace from our own branding perspective, so we will be providing branding and overarching brand support throughout the entirety of the journey. We also provide ongoing marketing support. We guide through local area marketing. We provide social media strategies, and we encourage the formulation of specific strategies to tailored to locations. So it's, it's, entirely, it's entirely there. A big one for us is communication. We will be having quarterly catch-ups for the entirety of the journey of any franchisee. We will not suddenly be a voice that disappears. Even when you have a look at what our global expansion looks like, in taking on a multi-domestic strategy, although that is more expensive to the parent company, it allows us to take a very acute and very localized perspective on every market that we enter. No one would do that unless they had a specific goal of being franchising friendly, which means we'll never lose sight of our franchisees in Australia when we move to New Zealand. And when we grow into Asia, we won't lose sight of those two territories. When we go to North America, same thing. So that's how we will ensure the integrity of our model. And, and I think that's, it's very clear once you get into the documentation and details of what we're offering, that will become extraordinarily clear. Yes, I totally agree. There's that age old saying of happy wife, happy life. And I think um, every husband knows that old saying, and it does apply. <laughs> you know, it does apply to franchising as well. Happy franchisee, happy business model, and franchisees are definitely the building blocks of a successful franchise. And there's so many different businesses in Australia that apply that and have actually done really, really well. So it's good to know that franchisees are supported in your business model. Now, your business offering training programs and nutritional guidance. You did touch on that a little bit earlier. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and how it differentiates from everybody else? Yeah, absolutely. I'll start first and foremost with how we price them. So I created a 10-tier model that allows us to have a look at every respective location. And regardless of where they are, we don't discriminate based on socioeconomic status or anything like that. We look at the pure economics available to any individual studio at any individual location. And on the basis of our expected performance, we allocate that site a tier. Based on that tier, a buy price, a marketing levy, and a royalty are levied at that particular tier level. Now, what that does is it eliminates the overwhelming reality that uh, every other franchise that is priced at a fixed price um, for buy-in never works because you've got somebody who might have a 400-square-meter facility in the CBD earning $2 million a year, um, costing the same to buy as a 180-square-meter facility in a lower socioeconomic status area that is only going to earn six to $700,000 a year. And that made no sense to us. So we tier it on that basis. Now, on the flip side, because we think everyone's got everything backwards, instead of levying, levying a, a, a percentage-based revenue-driven royalty and marketing levy, we have gone for a fixed price levy based on the tier system. Now, why that is fair is, regardless of how much the franchisee outperforms the baseline expectations, which are set at a very moderate level, they are encouraged to outperform and they keep the difference. We don't look over their shoulder, we don't micromanage, and it allows us to maintain a much more cordial and warm relationship with the franchisee for the duration of their franchise. We don't charge them to renew if they renew their franchise sooner than one year left to go. So in the first four years, if they renew their franchise, they're able to do that at no cost. Again, unheard of in the industry, it doesn't happen. 
And again, we aren't here simply to create firsts. These are meant to be things that we believe that we're hoping will change the industry. We're hoping people will then copy this because ultimately, if everybody is treated well, we've created a better society and had a grander impact on what's available to us. So, you know, that's our fee structure. Our fee structure is extraordinarily simple. We don't charge for things like training. When a franchisee is being onboarded, we onboard them and we onboard them properly and we don't charge them for the benefit. As far as we're concerned, they've paid for the benefit of being in the reunion family. The cost has been paid. From there, we look to make sure that you are the best that you can be as a franchisee. We also assist with the training of your staff. And again, that is at no cost. That is something that we provide as a service to you. When it comes to our digital offering, that is an offering that comes from head office that is at no cost to the franchisee, yet it is a free add-on to the basic studio membership, which again, a franchisee is able to offer to their membership base without any cost, ongoing costs or otherwise. It's that kind of approach, I think, that really sets us absolutely apart. It's the sheer value that we provide. Even the upfront fees and the equipment we allow to be paid over a period of 12 months. Again, this doesn't happen in the industry. There is no interest cost attached to this. This is a zero interest extension of credit to a business that we know at the very beginning is the toughest part. So we are looking to how do we allow the franchisee to focus the predominant amount of initial funds into launching a successful business. That was the goal. And that's why we created this construct. And I think that's what it achieves. Excellent. Obviously, a huge amount of thought and research on nuance has gone into this business model. And it is, just by talking to you, it's quite different to the type of models out there. Now, how do you align that with what's going on now? So the fitness industry itself has taken, the, as you know, a bit of a hit in recent times with lockdowns, public gathering restrictions. How has that affected the, the business, assuming there's an effect, but in the longer term, how do you plan this model will counter that in terms of a long-term growth strategy for building the business? So that's a great question. And unlike other, and this is not to throw shade on any business, I, I respect and recognize that everyone is going through a tough time and everyone is doing their absolute best. What I will say about us is that we were extraordinarily prepared for a situation like this. When Luke and I got together and we're talking about how we would expand this model, model horizontally, that was a very important part for me. I was not really... Uh, I wasn't interested in being involved in a model that was one-dimensional, that was simply a gym experience. I wanted there to be an online experience that was both live and an on-demand type uh, uh, pre-recorded, you know, um, uh, workout-based uh, online offering um, as part of a core, core basis for, for someone that has a basic membership package um, in addition to offering nutrition. Now, the reason why we created such a horizontal offering was to, uh, it certainly wasn't to COVID prove it because when we came up with it, we didn't know COVID was coming. But as it happens to be, that it has to some extent COVID proofed our business. To give you an, an understanding as to how much it has done for our business, we have at no stage cut wages in our business. We have not cut staff. In fact, we've actually grown during this period. And the only thing that's allowed us to do that is the approach that we've taken. In having such a well-considered, well-developed online model that's part of our basic model, it allowed us to really be in line to make good while, this, while the, there is this atmospheric tumult hanging over the heads of everybody in society right now, the spectre of COVID. Um, we've been able to find our own sun and shine. And that, the way that we've done that is by pre-preparing. Like with everything, preparation allows you to meet these challenges head on. And we think that what this prepares our franchisees for is any headwinds that may come in the future, any other 
financial storms or anything that comes, we have a model that will help them weather it. We certainly don't take the approach where um, the greed approach where we look at how does head office make all the money. For us, the same way, like I was talking to you very a lot earlier in this podcast, we believe that if you're going to have a top-down approach of goodness inherently within your business, that, that should be the only way to really facilitate it across the board and allow it to um, to you know, um, permeate through the entire ecosystem that we create of, of members and also franchisees. So for us, the fact that we didn't sack any employees, the fact that we kept people on full wages, that is the exact same philosophy that we want to come to franchisees with. Create a model that allows them to survive and we will move heaven and earth to make sure that they survive anything that comes in the future because their future is our future. Their present is our present. Their past was our past. So there is nothing about them that is separate to our to ourselves. Um, and I think COVID proof is a really horrible way to, to define it because it probably puts us in a moment of time and it's not as base as that. But we are we are certainly resilient to downturn of any kind. And, and that is the model was built that way with this in mind. I mean, that's the key thing you said. It's resilient and adaptable. Even though it seems hard now, this will not last forever. So in terms of where the market is placed in terms of this pandemic. So has the current climate, apart from what you just talked about, forced you to instigate some evolution or adopt some change to make your business more, quote unquote, pandemic ready or pandemic No, what, what it's actually done is it's highlighted some parts that we, look, put it this way. This was a very acute, very aggressive market research strategy in some ways. What it actually did was it forced us to test some of the elements that we were going to release anyway in different ways. And what we found was that some things we thought might be more popular were not, and some things that we thought might not be popular were and it just allowed us to tweak the model more than anything else because, again, you need to be sensitive to change. You can't say that you are perfect at any point. No one is. Nothing is. What we endeavor to do is be the best version of ourselves on any given day. So if circumstances change, we look to evolve and grow. And we'll always look to evolve and grow. Nothing should. The moment you stagnate is the moment you start to go backwards. So for us, what we've allowed ourselves to do is allow the world to tell us what the answers are. And the world has told us those things. For example, Reunion Remote. Um, is a platform that we utilize that enables people to work out essentially anywhere they want. There is a version of that that remote platform that allows people to train in their own gym, whether that's in their own garage, if they are traveling in a hotel, anywhere that they wish to train. It also allows them to train outdoors. And what we have noticed is that the outdoor training has been extraordinarily popular, especially during COVID, for people who are desperate to get outside of their four walls. And we entirely sympathize with how stir-crazy people have become during this period. It is a hard, very difficult thing to go through. Lockdown is something you don't really wish on anybody. There is a reason why they use solitary confinement in prisons. So for, for us, we were very sympathetic to that cause and believed that if we created something that allowed people to get outdoors, it would be fantastic. The market told us that and the market showed us, you know, how ready people were to consume that part of our business model. You know, the nutrition side, we've always known how important it is, but seeing people struggle through, you know, wondering how they can do this and how they can do that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really given us a way to say, okay, well, we can help you cut through the pitfalls of being at home and, you know, the desire to binge and maybe you're not feeling so good mentally or you're just being lazy. You know, whatever it is that's going on in your life, we're also grasping that by, you know, with two hands and saying, this is how we can help you walk through that. We'll help you navigate these dark times. So I guess we haven't, it hasn't forced us to change anything. What it's done is it's evolved the business in a very acute way. 
um, and allowed us to really cut through you know, a lot of the, the stuff that might have taken us years to understand. It has condensed a lot of those learnings into a much shorter, much more brutal period of time. Sounds wonderful. You're reminding me I've got fitness gear under the stairs that I need to dig out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Luke could inspire me, he could inspire you too. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good enough for Lena DiCaprio, but not good enough for you, Ellen. <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay, so you have a large celebrity following that is proof of your work. Do you believe testimonials such as these are key drivers for signups for your program? Is social media a key driver in demand? Exactly. Any testimonial, whether it's a housewife or a world-famous celebrity, is going to be fantastic. They've done the work and they've shown the results of what can happen. And, of course, with social media now being the most common form of uh, media these days and communications, you know, you'd be naive to think that it doesn't play a huge part in our involvement and our reach for audiences around the world. So quite often we, um, we get comments and uh, inquiries from around the world from, from the stories or posts we put up each day everywhere from around the world, from the UK to Dubai to America and so on, Asia and New Zealand from there. So absolutely. And the, the I guess the celebrity angle is definitely a cherry on top. Uh, but of course, you know, that comes from many years of uh, working alongside many celebrities and um, them referring uh, uh, their, their friends to reunion. So yeah, it's, it's definitely been a evolution. And I guess the, the cycle has, continu- has continued to trend. And, you know, we are very fortunate to have such strong support from people from everyday people to very high-profile people around the world as well. In terms of the franchising, the right type of person who'd make a real go of a reunion franchise, what are you looking for in a franchisee? Are there any particular skill sets or personality traits you think work best with this type of business? Gumption. We want gumption. Somebody who's, who really wants to make a fist of it. Somebody who's gonna, who really wants a business and wants to be a success. That can be in any form. The reason that we created the format the way that we did, we kind of allow both types of franchisees, somebody who is entirely an owner-operator, and I'll let Luke speak a little bit about the owner-operator, but we also allow a completely financial investor as well. And how we manage that is, one of the, uh, we've built a very modular franchisee system, whereby if you are an extraordinarily experienced owner-operator, which I'll let Luke talk you through what that looks like, um, then you have the opportunity to really kind of let us do what we do for you, and then you do the rest. But on the flip side, if you're a financial investor who's looking for a really savvy investment, then we can actually operate it for you. There are fees fees associated with that, but that is simply a checkbox that you add at the very beginning and you notify us from the very start that this is what you want to do. We obviously have a set of parameters. We'd like you to have a certain you know, level of capital. That's purely to make sure that you are able to enter this business knowing full well what the costs are and be prepared for what that cost is from inception right the way through to following it through to profitability. So, you know, that's definitely how we've been structured. But in terms of what an owner-operator looks like, I mean, Luke's had so much experience with what that sort of franchisee looks like. Um, I'll let him talk about that, and I'll, I'll go into a little bit more detail about what a financial investor might look like. So, Luke, t- talk us through your experience with owner-operators. Yeah, sure. So, thanks, Simon. So, myself, you know, obviously being working in the trenches my whole life and working my way through, like I said, from a group training instructor to a owner operator to obviously a franchise or I've seen the, the journey that it takes to acquire from that. And for, for myself, you know, being so passionate about health and fitness, it, it's just been, it hasn't really been a day of work where essentially that as a owner operator would tend to agree with what they're doing in this, in this industry is you're making people feel better about that. And so for us, it's about supporting our franchisees and making sure they understand that we are supporting them, that they can therefore support their members as well. So 
with full well that the fitness industry can be long hours. We're even changing the approach to that. So we are now structuring our hours that our, our personal trainers work, our coaches work, rather than doing the old split shifts, which I guess any fitness instructor would tell you has the biggest reason why they burn out so quickly. We're trying to make sure we give people longevity and a long career in that industry as well. So it's not just being an owner-operator running a studio, but we, we want to actually give their also their employees a career in the industry as well. So not just making a short-term approach to it, but making sure that people actually buy in and then stay stuck in for hopefully – 8, 10, 15 years plus. And at the end of the day, making sure their experience is enjoyable from the HQ level, but also make sure they have a good time seeing progress in their career development, seeing their members get better physically, emotionally, spiritually. And it's a full circle approach to it from there. So definitely, as Simone said, gumption is the key word. By, by no means is only any business an easy one, especially in these days right now. However, our role is to help facilitate that journey and make it as seamless as possible and give the best experience, I should say, possible as well. So Mon alluded to the fact that it's not a one-way street, it's definitely a two-way street where we want to communicate as much as possible from the catch-ups, the week, the quarterly catch-ups to other the engagement. So for us, you know, that, that's definitely our approach to it from, I guess, the, the our, who we want to be involved with us, people who have passion for the health and fitness game or whether they want to be passionate in the investing game as well. And ultimately, Luke is not, an, he's not new to this. This is not Luke's first rodeo. Yeah. Luke knows what an owner operator looks like. He has the ability to really have these conversations with, you know, owner operators and potential owner operators if they'd like to understand what it's all about. I mean, Luke seeks passion in people. Luke is very passionate. I think that probably comes through in everything he said today. And it's the same thing that we look for in these uh, franchises, you know, an owner operator. Luke is so passionate about this business and what it can do for members, what it can do for people, what it can do for business owners that, you know, he's very capable of kind of demonstrating to these owner-operators what it's all about. And he can smell that passion a mile away. He's inspired by it himself. Therefore, it's like a radar. His, his, his uh, little needle goes off the charts. And it's what he looks for in, insofar as financial investors. For us, you know, the, the key again is it's not good enough to simply want a return. You've got to care that your investment is going to be a good one. You have to care. You don't have to be good at it. You don't have to know much about it. You don't have to be an expert. But as long as you care, that is good enough for us to say, all right, we can then help you do the rest. If this is purely a money prospecting for you, but you do care for it to be a successful one, you do need to match our ethos. So that's the type of person that we'd be looking for, even if you are a financial investor. It doesn't matter if you have all the dollars in the world, if you have no sense. So we need you to you know, ensure that we maintain that with our, our network of franchisees, because we want our franchisees to know each other at some point as well. You know, Our intention is to create community across the board, our gym studio experience is all about community and so is our franchisee network that is always the whole thing about reunion luke spoke about it from the very beginning the genesis of the name you know reunion it's about bringing people together and this is absolutely no different from where we're standing the way you thought about it to have the owner operator franchisee model with that option also for the investor skewed personality type it's really good i mean where we place we'll get thousands of inquiries every month for people looking for businesses but it People looking to invest in business as well, but the fact you're not boxing each of these out, it's a real winner in terms of the approach you're taking. So commend you on that and thought thought that's gone into it. Thanks very much. Thank you. We're seeing two types of people really hit the market. The people now finding less of a take on the work life balance, more with the stress going on the market. People looking for that economic return um, as the key factor. Then the second one is the ability for people with some capital now. To, to park their money into a proposition that's been de-risked. So those two things you've really ticked off and you combine that with the passion for the industry you're talking about, you can really see how people could 
succeed in the offering you've created. So re- really excited to be talking about it. It's an exciting proposition. Yeah, thanks. And, I mean, and what you touched on there, I mean, COVID has put an absolute spotlight on the fact that how important health and fitness actually are to longevity. Uh, you know, the World Health Organization was categoric in saying how important being fit is to dealing with things like COVID, not just COVID itself, whatever comes in the future. And I think what you're going to see now is the people that are aligning themselves with a business such as ours are aligning themselves with, with what will be one of the building blocks of society moving forwards. We're looking to evolve and grow, and we can only really do that if we stay fit and healthy. The day for obesity is gone and that the time for health and fitness has arrived. And I think that if you ever needed something to happen in the world to realign people's perspectives on what really matters, I think COVID is, has done exactly that. If there is one positive I can take from all of this. So I think we are well-placed to be on the cusp of that wave that is just about to take off. If you think health and fitness has exploded before, I don't think you've really seen it yet. I think we're just at the very crest. Of, the wave hasn't crested even yet. We're, you're in the swell and you're about to catch the wave. This is obviously, you know, Australians will understand that, that beach culture reference because that's exactly where we are. I love that. Lovely metaphor as well. I mean, the way the industry has evolved, it's not going anywhere. It's going to expand. It's just in a different version, which you guys are really on top of. So congrats again. Now, for anyone out there really making that assessment of you know, thinking about looking at the business, thinking about you know, finding out more about it, anything you'd want to say to someone, granted our audience are mainly potential business owners, business owners, people interested in, in franchises. So they've probably already made the decision they want to buy a business or they want to be involved in business, or they've already bought one in the past. Uh, anything you'd want to say to them before they make that decision about touching base or jumping into a franchise with them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I come from a background of advising people exactly like that. And I mean, the advice I always gave them was, you know, be certain of what you're looking for. If you go into a marketplace without having any comprehension, you know, you, you definitely need more research. It's something that you should only ever look to really engage in when you've got a really acute understanding of where it is you want to be. Now, having said that, if you do have a pretty good understanding, what you should be looking for for yourself is, am I aligned with the goals of the business? And if that's true, okay, am I capable of, of kind of maintaining the, the capital investment that is required? What you'll notice about Reunion is we are a warts and all approach. We show people every single cost that is likely to, for them to encounter. And that is, again, unheard of. Most people give you a very rose-colored glasses view of what their franchise looks like from a startup and cost perspective. We don't. When we provide you our forecast, we provide you when you finally determine a site that you want and you want to look at, you just got to look at what, how we go about our intentions. If you're trying to work out the difference between two potential offerings, it's how we go about it. The fact that when you put your deposit down to secure a site, if your DA isn't approved and you determine that that was the only site you wanted, we will give you your deposit back if you decide that we are no longer for you. The fact that we don't cage you in speaks volumes about our confidence as a business, but it also shows that we, we don't just talk the talk about being franchising first. We walk the walk. Our policies, our structure, everything about us is what we are supposed to be. And now, regardless of whether or not you want reunion, you should be looking for a franchise or a business that offers you that kind of support and security because it's just a good decision. Forget it being about reunion or not. The advice I give to anyone in that space looking for a new business, looking for an opportunity where there is an established business in place, those are the things you need to be looking at. What is the track record of their management? You know, How have they gone in the past? Luke's track record in this industry is second to absolutely nobody. So you have a look at someone who's been there and done that and made a success of so many thousands of people around the world. 
that's got to speak volumes for it. You know, that, that's probably the, the best advice I could give. What are your targets now with this brand really attacking the market for growth or franchise growth? So look, for us, the way that we look at it is our, our targets are very much based on what works. And although we have targets of how many franchises we'd like to see, that, that, that target will shift based on what works and what doesn't work amongst the industry. We are not going to uh, saturate the market in the same way that others might have. Um, we, we have a very different approach. For us, you know, ideally, if we can have 150 franchises across Australia, that would be wonderful. Anything above that is, is just cream. And if the market doesn't support something above that, then we simply won't pursue it. You know, our goal is to be global. We are looking at New Zealand markets, all the Asian markets, United Kingdom, North America, and our expansion is going to be global. I mean, we've already dipped our toe and are looking very acutely at New Zealand at the moment. But in terms of launching here in Australia, we are commencing in Sydney, and that's where we're looking. We've done our first franchise interviews in Sydney, and we're looking to expand from there. We, we encourage anyone from anywhere to, to get in contact with us. Our territories are very well considered. They are not, they're certainly not on top of each other. They are not put together like Tetris. There is a far more breathing room around each location. So for us, you know, how many we have is going to be really be dictated by the market and, and what works because we are not here to alienate um, franchisees. We're, we're going to base it and revise that number constantly. Absolutely. And from my background, as Simone touched on, is just making sure that as the keyword is saturation, you know, we definitely want to expand and be the gold standard of the group training world globally. However, not at a cost of people's happiness or their success as well. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Now, I guess this is a separate question for both of you. What's driving you to do what you do? What's really getting you out of bed in the morning? And, and what's keeping that passion alive for the business? The foundation of my being is to give people a better life through health and fitness and training through our training principles. Of course, uh, you know, what drives me as well is to make sure that I see, I do see an opportunity that there are a lot of people who are not being catered for right now to give them the opportunity to have a better lifestyle and uh, enjoy their, enjoy, enjoy their life through health and health and wellness. Uh, for myself, you know, as a young, as a young, um, as a young, young person, I, I definitely suffered from weight issues growing up. And I saw firsthand the experience of uh, being, you know, I guess overweight and unfit and unhappy to then transforming myself, transforming myself to uh, become that better person. And, you know, everything, everything flowed from there, which allowed me to, you know, get my confidence up. And then, of course, meet my beautiful wife and uh, that, that part there. So that definitely helped me uh, get in a good spot with that. So uh, that's the personal part. The professional part, of course, is that there's unfinished business to do right now, you know, so uh, definitely the, uh, the F45 model has done extremely well. I'm very humbled by that. But, but again, there is something I feel the union model is now at the next version of that and is now the, the big brother to that, the better version of what people want and need. So, uh, the, the opportunity is fantastic. And I just want to make sure that people do get the, the chance to experience how good life can be with a structured training model like reunion. Yeah, and for myself, I mean, I'm inspired by exactly everything you just heard then. I mean, Luke inspires me a lot, uh, you know, coming from where he came from, building what he built and, you know, having to rebuild again is very inspiring. I look at everyone around me and look, I, I have a, an almost insatiable appetite for self-improvement. So when it comes to finding motivation to get up out of bed and do what we do here, because I believe so wholeheartedly in what we're doing, I'm a very passionate person, but I'm actually a very terrible salesman. The only thing I'm very good at selling is something that I truly believe in. I'm, I'm actually, I, otherwise I'm rubbish at it. 
I thought early on that potentially I'd be a great salesman, but I, I worked out very quickly when I tried sales in a few different versions. I, I was horrible at it. I realized very quickly that it's not about that. For me, passion was everything. And the fact that I am passionate about this, it's very hard to extinguish that passion, especially when I've seen the changes that have been made. I've seen what Luke has done around him, the, the way that he's benefited lives and you know, people within our own organization, you know, our chief growth officer and one of the directors of the business, just watching his metamorphosis and how he is, he shed, he shed weight, he's improved his happiness, he's, he's an absolute lean, mean machine all of a sudden. And it's just so incredible to see those kinds of stories all around you. And it's what we do on a daily basis. Every time I go to one of the gyms or I see one of the people training online or I do one of our outdoor sessions, I see people who are out there laughing together. And it's honestly, it is just the most, it's like a drug. It is incredible. It is overwhelming when you see smiles on faces. So the fact that we're doing something good, I mean, I came from a, a background of, I mean, one of my businesses in the past was oil and gas, and it's a business that was just so cold-hearted and horrible. It really dragged me down. It made me feel terrible pretty much every day. So I look at what I do now and, and working with these guys and these people and the members and all of that, and it's it, truly inspiring to seeing everybody's individual stories. We are about people. Luke always made this about people. And if it's about people, how could you ever lose that interest? It's just impossible. It really is, and as someone said that, the great part about our jobs right now is that we are literally going to make people better and feel great about themselves. So, you know, that inspires them every single day. And it's, once you look at the whole big picture approach to it all, like our job is to make have a good time, engage with people, make them feel better and improve their lives. So what's not motivating or inspiring about that? It makes it very easy some days to snap yourself back to reality. You're having a tough day to think about what we are doing to the world and we are just literally trying to make people happier and healthier. So that's very inspiring each day. Yeah, there are so many different stories out there. For example, with me, I was in an accident a couple of years ago, wasn't able to walk, wasn't able to do as much fitness as I used to beforehand. And it was actually when I had to get back on my feet, had to relearn to walk, going to gyms and meeting the trainers, meeting those in franchises. I was actually able to meet people who weren't seeing me as someone who needed to be fixed, but were seeing as someone who wanted to get better and get back on track and were more or less a family for me, supporting me. So it was very important for um, people to be passionate about what they do and be invested in not only their customer, but how the business is running. That's an extraordinary story. Wow. That's amazing. Like, good for you. I mean, horrible thing to go through. But I mean, coming out of that the other side, it, it just speaks volumes about who you are, obviously. And that's a, that's a tough thing for anyone to go through. I mean, congratulations for coming out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well done. Now, in terms of anyone interested, we do encourage you to head to the reunion training website to find out some more about the business and also start researching that opportunity to see through you as well. You'll have some options to get in touch near this podcast, so please put your name down and one of the team will be in touch with you to try and get your, your journey going with the company. Look, apart from that, um, uh, Luke and someone, it's been a real pleasure chatting today. I mean, we'd love to have you on again soon to talk about the expansion and the inevitable growth of the business and to give us an update how the, the story continues to evolve as well. Love it, Raghu. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to meet you. And Ellen, likewise with you. Thank you, guys. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In substance, we spoke to President and Founder Luke Isterman and Managing Director and CEO Simon Phyllis from Union Training, a goal-defining fitness and well-being franchise specializing in high-end services. To find out more about Luke and Simon, and the Reunion Training franchise, or to discover other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. 
You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling and investing world. Thanks for listening.